I know I've told some people, if I tell somebody I'm going to do something, I'm, I'm going to do everything in my power to do it. If I some, something comes, I can't, I call that person and tell them, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to just not be, I'm not going to be able to do this right now. Maybe I can do it tomorrow. But I've got this situation. Sometimes things arise and I have no idea is going to come up. And we're all like that. But when we tell somebody something, we need to keep that word, do everything in our power to keep it, especially when we give our word to God. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, accept Him as your Lord and Savior. Know who He is. Know He's in you. Know He loves you. Know He's walking with you. Know how much He cares about you. You know, here in Matthew 5, 37, listen to what it just, I mean, it's, it's, it's very simple. And I'm going to read, this is out of the New King James. But it says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. Very simple. Let your yes be yes. If you say yes, then do it. If you say no, that's the end of it. And that's the way we should be. We don't have to drag stuff out. Everything. Matter of fact, I'm going to read you the same verse out of the King James. It's just a little bit different. It says, let your communication, or let your word, let your speech be yea and yea, or yes and yes, or nay and nay, or no. For whatsoever is more than this, there comes evil. When you start trying to add stuff to what you really mean, it usually turns out not so good. And... Uh, but it's just like, uh, I, did, I ran across this as I said, during the days of the early church, thousands of Jewish people and others lost their lives. They were killed simply because they would not say two words. They would not say them. They walked with God. They knew God. And they would not, be, they would not even be forced to say these two words, knowing that they were going to lose their life. And those two words were Kaiser, Kurios. That's Roman, which means Caesar is Lord. They wasn't going to say Caesar is Lord when Jesus Christ was their Lord. They knew that they were, and many, many men, women, all were, were killed simply because they would not repeat those two words, Kaiser, Curios, which just simply means Caesar is Lord or Caesar is my Lord. They wouldn't repeat that. And because they understood that they had made a promise to God and their words mattered. I, know, I think it's probably the biggest part of you. If you tell somebody something, you're going to do everything you can to keep it. And I think if you can't, it bothers you. Because you, you, you made a promise. You told them you were going to do something. And you couldn't do it. And most people kind of understand because they've been in the same situation. But when we do make a promise, especially to God, we need to keep it. And I run across a story here that we've all heard it. But this is about a young woman, a young lady, high school student. She had made a promise to God. She had committed her life serving Him, worshiping Him, praising Him. She committed 
that he was her Lord and her Savior. Now, y'all all know who this is, but I want, I want to go back over this story with you. Uh, you probably all remember the story of Rachel Scott. Rachel Scott, she was one of the 13 people who were killed at Columbine High School, a student. Rachel was 17 years old and a very strong Christian lady and very involved in her youth group at church. She worked with that youth group. She was in that youth group. She did everything she could for her Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then on April the 20th, 1999, some armed students began shooting people at Rachel's High School. They come in on that campus and started shooting. They came to Rachel. See, they knew Rachel. They knew these other kids. They went to school there. And they came to Rachel and shot her twice in the leg and once in the upper body. Then they left her, only to return just a short time later. One of the boys, they said, he lifted her by the head of her hair. And they asked her, Do you believe in God? Well, Rachel was aware of some things, and uh, Rachel knew that the words that she chose to speak at that time could have serious consequences. She knew that these godless men would take her life if she said yes, and probably would take it if she said no. But without any hesitation whatsoever, Rachel looked at them in the eye and said, You know I believe in God. She didn't hesitate. She didn't hold back. She had made God a promise. God, I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to be your child. You're going to be my God. And then one of the boys said to Rachel, Then go be with him before shooting her in the head. Killed her. Because she said she believed in God, but she would not change her story. She would not say, oh, no, I don't believe in God. She said, you know I believe in God. And she knew she was probably going to lose her life right then and there. But Rachel also knew where she would be. She knew where she'd be. If she, may, she wouldn't be here anymore, but she would be with her God. And... Uh, you know, I'm sure that day Rachel received her martyr's crown, just as Stephen did that day he was stoned to death. You know, Stephen was the very first martyr for Jesus Christ. Jesus was preaching Jesus' cross and Jesus Christ's resurrection. The Pharisees and the Romans, they didn't like this. They gave him the opportunity to quit preaching Jesus. He said, I will not quit preaching Jesus. Jesus is my Lord. He is my Savior. He died for my sins. He died on that cross. He was buried, and three days later, he arose. He is alive today. Anyway, they began to stone Stephen. Guess who else was there with them? Very great man now. Back then, he was called Saul of Tartus. Paul, the Apostle Paul. 
And it was they stoned Stephen, Paul was holding their coats and their cloaks while they stoned. And back then, Paul was very against Christians. He had them thrown in jail. He had them arrested. He even had them killed. But God changed Paul. I, you know, I think God looked down. He said, a man so dedicated is what Paul is. If he will t- take and take that dedication and give it to me, what I can do with that man. What he can do for this world. What he can do for God. But they'd stone Paul to death because he would not quit preaching and he would not deny his Lord Jesus Christ. And Stephen said something as they were stoning him. Stephen said he looked up, he saw heaven open, and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of God standing, welcoming Stephen home. Well, that had to be something right there. Stephen saw Jesus standing in heaven with his arms out, welcoming him home. Stephen was very faithful to God. He served God with everything that was in him. He would not deny him. He would not turn against him. Stephen knew that he would probably die for Jesus Christ, and he did. And uh, I just wonder, maybe you wonder, what would we have done under such circumstances? Right now, say, we say, oh, I'd have done exactly what, you know, we really, I hope we all would. I hope we all would. But until it gets here and it starts there, you may not know what you'd do. How close are you to God? How, how strong is your faith? Do you truly believe there's a God in heaven that His Son Jesus Christ came to this earth and died for our sins? That when you do die, that your presence, you will go to heaven. See, that's something we have to believe. Rachel Scott believed in all her heart, body, soul, and strength in her God. And she knew that when she did, she knew, she knew really probably that she was going to die that day. But she did not deny God. Her words were sure. You know that I believe in God. You know that I serve God. You know that I will not deny my God. I think it reminds you to just do what you got to do. But I'm going to go home and be with my Jesus. Her dad told this story. He was so proud of his daughter and her faith and her courage and her faith and belief in Jesus Christ that even though she could have died if she said, oh, no, I don't believe in God, that would have probably killed her anyway. But she said, I will not deny my God. I will not. And that's when they killed her. You know, Rachel knew that her words would matter and what she said. Just like our words today matter. When we speak about Christ, 
do people really know that you know Jesus? Can they see it in you? Can they feel it in you? you know, and when we speak of Jesus, do people know that we truly believe in whom we serve and whom we speak of? If somebody asks you, do you believe in Jesus? Would you have the courage just to up and say, yes, I believe in Jesus. He's my Lord and Savior. I will not deny Him. Or are we the kind of person who say, oh, well, you know, I, I don't know if I really believe or not, but there could be. You know, be positive. Let that person that's asking you this see and feel Jesus in you. Let them know that you know who Jesus is. Just like we said earlier, let your yes be yes and let your no be no. If you believe in Jesus, let it be yes and tell everybody. If you don't, tell them no. And then ask God to come into your heart change the way you feel right now. You were scared. And you didn't know if you wanted to confess Jesus or not. Let your yes be yes and your no be no. When we speak of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, the things we say should be free of any deceit or any lies. No one should have any reason to doubt or question your faith. They ought to be able to see your faith. They'll be able to feel your faith. Our words should line up with our actions. Our words should line up with our actions. I was thinking about something. On Lyndon, my wedding day, you know, we stood before our family and friends and before pastor we said I do and now when temptation and Satan and evil comes against us we say I won't when Jesus calls us to follow him wholeheartedly I pray we'll all say I will let your words matter let your words make a difference our words do matter Use them wisely. Jesus hears what we say. He knows in our heart if we truly love him, if we truly mean what we say when we talk about him. When we tell others about him, do you truly mean it? Most people can tell whether you're serious, whether you mean it, or you don't mean it. When you get that opportunity, Tell somebody about Jesus. Tell them what Jesus has done in your life. Tell them how Jesus has saved you. All the, all the needs that you've had that he's met. Every one of you in here have had an experience where you know that Jesus was there with you. He brought you through it. We've all had situations in our lives, and some of us are going through them right now where our faith and our trust is in Jesus. 
And we know that Jesus is the one that's going to have to take care of the problem. Is your faith and your trust in Jesus strong enough, or are you doubting? You know what James said, if any man doubts, let him not think that he shall receive anything. You can't doubt. Doubt will cancel out your faith, but faith will also cancel out doubt. Which is strongest in you, faith or doubt? If your faith is stronger than doubt, then you won't doubt. But if the doubt overrides faith, it hurts your faith. Rachel was positive that day she was going to die. She also knew that the moment she died, her spirit would be in heaven. She'd be with her Lord and she'd be with her Savior. To be absent from this body is to be present with the Lord. That's what it's talking about. The spirit leaves this body and goes into the presence of the Lord. Immediately. Just like Jesus. When he talked to that thief on the cross, he said, This day you shall be with me in paradise. This day. Not years from now, not months from now, but this day. So our spirit does not leave, stay here on this earth. It goes to be in the presence of the Lord. The stronger our faith is, the more sure we are who our Jesus is. That's one thing we never want to doubt, is who our Lord and who our Savior is. Just like Rachel, she knew for a fact who her Lord and Savior was, and she wasn't afraid to admit it. With a gun held right to her head, she said, You know I believe in God and that's when she died but she died and immediately was with her God so let your yes be yes and let your no be no trust in God trust in his son Jesus Christ trust in his word and walk Lift him up, acknowledge him, tell others about him, and let them know that they can also know your God. Let's pray. Father, thank you for your word. Lord, just thank you, Lord, that, that we are not to be ashamed of you. We are not to deny you, Lord, but our yes, that we believe in you is to be yes. And, Lord, we simply just say no to the enemy when he comes against us and tries to separate us. So, Lord, those that are here tonight, Lord, I just ask a very special touch on them. And, and Lord, they, we all have needs. And, Lord, I ask you to meet these needs. Bless us, Lord, that we may be a blessing to you. Lord, just help us to serve you and to do what you want us to do. Let us be in your presence, in your service. Lord, thank you for everything. And we, Lord, we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen.